This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hello and welcome to the Betting Weekly Extra Time League on Show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book with me, Rob Daly, Steve Wiss and Jay Easton for the uh, final show of 2022. And James, you boys are on an absolute roll. Six winners out of six from the previous show. 16 winners from the last 17 bets. That must feel pretty good. It's great, Rob. Yeah, it's a really good run. Um, I was saying to Steve and, and you and the other guys involved at, at BetRivers, I wasn't actually aware of what a great run it was going back to November, but 16 out of 17 winners is is fantastic. And yeah, six out of six on the show the other day, which, you know, we weren't sure how it would go. It's the first round of matches after the World Cup. So yeah, we had a few doubts about form and fitness, but um, yeah, we've we've hit the ground running. So yeah, great feeling. Great to be back and, and on form. What do you yeah. think, Steve? Yeah, I mean, look at the, look, I mean, look at these numbers. Return on investment, thirteen point six three percent over one hundred and thirty eight bets. Reliably informed that a pro gambler would be around five six percent over that kind of period. I mean, these numbers are absurd. Very very good indeed, Rob. Uh, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised from the previous round. I don't think we were massively confident. I would have happily taken two out of three winners, um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at this, the league table now you've put up there, I want to give a lot of credit to, to a lot of the um, the rest of the, because we win boys here. Premier League show has been on fire as well. Nigel Seeley, Jack Wright, brilliant stuff. We know Danielli was also on fire to finish the year. Serie A isn't even back yet, but it'll be back very soon. Keep your eye out for that show. And of course, Carlos in Primera Liga as well. So there's some really fantastic picks going on at the minute. Um, the World Cup itself have generated a good profit, of course. And it's just great to be part of this team. Um, this show has been brilliant all season. Hopefully we can continue it. Yeah, and the viewing figures are up with a understandable reason. So um, let's start getting to the picks. By the way, if you want more tips from James and Steve and all the guys, follow at Because We Win on Twitter. Uh, four games we're looking at, three picks a piece, and there's a bit of crossover between what James and Steve want to do this week. So let's start with Monaco versus Brest, fifth versus 17th. Uh, Brest lost 4-2 at home to Lyon uh, in the uh, first league games back after the World Cup, uh, while Monaco will got that 3-2 win at Auxerre thanks to their 17-year-old new superstar, Elias Ben-Sagir, who scored two goals on his debut. So James, do you want to get us up and running with this one? We can get on to Ben-Sagir in a moment, but uh, yeah. your initial thoughts and your pick for, for this game. 
Yeah, my pick on the game, Rob, is Monaco minus one on the Asian handicap at minus 129. So often when you have a very strong uh, home favourite in a League One match, as we have here, Monaco a strong favourite win, I do prefer the Asian handicap minus one option because basically what you're betting on here is that if Monaco win by a single goal and you equal the handicap, you get your stakes back. So you haven't lost anything. If they go on and win by two goals, then you've got a winning bet. So the only way you can lose with this pick is if Monaco don't win the game. Um, and I just prefer it to back in Monaco to win because the odds are a lot better. Monaco just to win the match. As you'd imagine, at home to Brest are very short odds. So Monaco minus one Asian handicap, it just gives you better odds. And still, I think a decent chance of winning. And yeah, my thinking on this game, Rob, is actually fairly simple. There's quite simply a big difference in quality between these two teams. You've, you've said it in your intro with the league positions there. Monaco are fifth, Brest are 17th. Monaco got 30 points, Brest have got 13 points. There is a big gulf in quality between these two sides. And just to focus on Brest uh, to start with, you, you mentioned they lost 4-2 against Leon in their first game back after the World Cup. Defensively, they were poor in that game. Yes, Leon attacked well, and Leon have obviously got good attackers, but I don't see much way this Brest defence can improve because I don't think their defenders are very good. It's as simple as that. I think if you look at the players they've got lining up at the back, Lillian Brassier, um, Duvern, John kevin Duvern, Brendan Chardonnay, they're all okay. They're all League One players, but they do struggle against top-class attackers. So Monaco, if they're... You know, if they play to the standard that they can, if their attacking players are on their game, and I think, you know, Elias Bensagir coming on and scoring two at the age of 17 would have probably sharpened a few other minds in the Monaco camp. I think if Monaco play uh, to anywhere near their potential, they should win this game. It's as simple as that. I, I just don't see Brest having the quality defensively to stand up against better sides. And, and Monaco are one of the better sides in this division. So... Yeah, it's a straightforward pick on Monaco, really, Rob. And just on the team news for Monaco, it looks pretty good. Um, they had two players in the France squad at the World Cup, Yusuf Fafana, the midfielder, Axel Dizassi, the defender. Neither of them started in the first game back against Auxerre, but they might start here. We saw Fafana come on as a sub in Monaco's uh, first match back after the World Cup. So Monaco's team news is good. Everything really, to me here, points towards a Monaco win. And as I say, I just prefer them on the Asian handicap because, you know, you're going to get those those better odds on them to win the match. Yeah, my pick on the game is over 2.75 goals at minus 136. I've got to be honest, I was really torn between the over bet and also James's pick on the Asian handicap because Monaco have that, Nasty habit of winning games 2-0. They've had three 2-0 wins this season, and uh, I've often been on the wrong end of those. Uh, you can tell our tails are up, can't you, Rob? Because we're both betting on a Monaco game. So uh, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's dangerous territory, isn't it? But um, I, I think they win the match quite easily. They can cover the goal line on their own. But uh, I, always, I actually think Brest can contribute here because they're just the sort of team who are swinging down. Um, you know, they'll give it a good go. And they've got no defence at the moment, Brest. Like James said, their back line looks very, very dodgy, doesn't it? Um, Chardonnay, it's hardly a vintage Chardonnay, is it, this one? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think Brest are going to be struggling here. Monaco, to be honest with you, didn't impress me against Orzair. I think they got bailed. I mean, the, the young the young lad, the 17-year-old Ben Seguir, saved them. But I thought it was quite a poor performance from Monaco. But it was typical of a big team performance where... 
they weren't at their best, but they did just about enough to win the game. It's the way that big teams get out of jail sometimes because they've got that extra bit of quality. We didn't expect it to come from that source, but they do have a lot of individual players who can make a big difference here. So I just think they're going to dominate the game. I've seen them in this sort of fixture just sleepwalk the way to a victory, mm. 1-0, 2-0 sometimes. So I hope they don't do that. But I, th- I don't think Brest are going to lie down. If they fall behind uh, one or two, they're just they're going to give it a go. They will leave a lot of gaps and spaces. Some of the defending against Leon, it was shocking. Like there, the, there was just no one was tracking the, the, their players. I, I mean, it was just a shambles. And um, I still don't really like this um, managerial situation where there's three guys in charge. There's too many. Sometimes that can spoil the broth, can't it? So uh, I'm expecting Monaco to win this match. Something like three one four one. So I like the goals, the 2.75 goal line. It's not the greatest price at minus 136. But if there's if there's exactly three goals here, I'm winning half. So um, I, I prefer to lean this direction here. But I'm um, fully expecting Monaco to win uh, win well. Yeah, I j- just on that, I love the way you put that, Steve, about sleepwalking their way to victories. That is how it feels, isn't it, with Monaco mm. sometimes. Their games can be quite a hard watch. I think of the top six or seven teams in France, they've... They're one that are not necessarily involved in the most entertaining games. can be quite difficult at Stade louis Der, They get small crowds. It'll be 30 to 40% full most home matches. So it's not great compared to the atmosphere and maybe the entertainment you've got from Lille or Lens this season and their matches. But they do have the quality to get over the line. You know, ben Yedder will score goals. Uh, Embolo's been pretty good this season. So they should get it done. As I say, it might not be, it might not be everybody's first choice of game they want to watch on this round of matches, but they should they should get the three points. Bafana and um, Desazi came on in the, uh, uh, in the second half. Ben Yedda came off at halftime. I was supposed to check to see if that was a an injury issue or something from the Monaco captain because he came off for Ben Seguir, who yes. wasn't a bad bad replacement at all. But um, we'll wait and see if he's fit and available um, for this one. What do you make of to where Monaco are right now, Steve, and what kind of team they are? Do you see them... Pushing for the Champions League places in Liga. Very, very difficult team to work out. Difficult team to bet on. They're a bit of a curse in either domestically or Europe. And I know they sometimes cost a lot of uh, bettors out there. But if you look at the stats, they have won, uh, I think, eight of their last 11 games in Liga, which is not bad. Um, they sometimes not at their best. Um, you know, they've got the quality for sure. Um, I mean, in the pre-season uh, show we did... I've got them in a couple of futures and I'm not that confident about them now, to be honest. I think they'll finish about third or fourth. I, I think the the, the order of, of finish will be uh, PSG and Marseille at this point in time. After that, I think it's wide open. Um, but, you know, they're always, there's always some drama going on with Monaco. There's often a lot of transfers in and out of the club. Nice to see some youngsters performing well for them as well now with, with Ben Seguir, who I personally never heard of him. Um, yeah, I know he played against uh, Leeds in a friendly uh, for about an hour or so uh, a week before this game, but um, he looks like a great prospect. And, you know, don't underestimate w- when a player like that comes into the team, it can really galvanise the whole squad, actually. It's a really good good feeling. They really celebrated that win. Yeah, and they really celebrated with him too, his teammates, mm, after he belted yeah. in that stunning winning goal for 3-2. Okay, so that's Monaco versus Brest. That's on Sunday the 1st of January, staying with that date, Lyon versus Clermont, eight versus 11th. Both Steve and James have picks here. Steve, you can go first uh, for this one. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Asian handicap on Leon here, minus 1.25 Asian handicap, at minus uh, 113. Again, I'm a little bit torn between the handicap and the goals, but the reason I prefer the handicap here is uh, I think there's a reasonably good chance Leon win to nil. Clermont, we discussed them in the last show. James betted against them, and rightly so, because they're really overachieving their numbers. And eventually that will will find you out. And finally, we had a game where the XG metrics converted actually into the actual result, which was 2-0 to Lille. And Clermont, in a nutshell in that game, you know they concede quite a few chances. They don't take enough of their chances uh, overall. And, you know, they're doing really well to be on 19 points in the table. But um, this is a tough fixture for them. Leon, Leon had obviously that good win against Brest, um, four goals to two. Do I trust the Leon defence? No, I don't trust the Leon defence. But um, I think they've got enough about them to dominate this game quite comfortably. I mean, if they don't win the match, I'd be shocked. You've got to be beating Clermont at home if you're one of the top teams. It's as simple as that. So at very worst, I think they win the game by one goal which would only be a half loss on this handicap line. But they've just got far too much offensive firepower for me. Too much quality uh, in depth. It's a bit of a short turnaround as well in terms of the matches. Not too many days recovery. That helps out, Leon, because they do have better squad depth overall, certainly midfield and attack. They've got a few absences in defence still, which is, as I say, slightly concerning. But I think they'll dominate enough of the game. And I just don't think Clermont are that good. I mean, on paper, they're... I still think they're the second worst team in the league. Themselves and the Jazio are definitely the two worst squads. And for them both to be currently outside the relegation zone is incredible and a testament to both managers. I actually tweeted something the other day, if a Jazio stay up, I'll get in a Jazio shirt in honour of <laughs> Olivier Pantaloni. Uh, but it's almost the same with Clermont, really. If they stay up, it's fair play because they just don't have the, the quality. So I think in this game... Leon, I, I see it being um, probably 3-0 to Leon, maybe 3-1 if um, the defence makes a mistake. So um, I think uh, the minus 1.25 Asian handicap here at minus 113 is a good way to go. Yeah, I've got a pick on this game as well, Rob, and it's a similar thought process, I suppose, to, to Steve. Uh, my pick's on the over goals. Over three goals is available at plus 100. Um, it's largely about Leon is my pick here. Um, I was very interested going into their game against Brest the other day, see how they would do. Because Laurent Blanc, the manager at Leon, he spent the entire mid-season break complaining. He complained about pretty much everything. There's the the lack of quality in the squad, the youngsters were too young, uh, too many players lack character, there's not enough competition. And he can be a little bit glass half empty, can Laurent Blanc as a manager. So I, I was interested to see how Leon played on the back of that. Um, and the answer was, it was arguably their best performance of the season. Certainly some Leon fans are branding it um, their best performance of the season because they went to Brest, who aren't great, we should say, but they played some great attacking football and they won 4-2 and they were good value for that win. So Leon do go into this match with their tails up and the over three goals pick is primarily because we've got a huge difference in quality at Leon between the attackers and the defenders. It's really stark. You've got a stack of good attackers in the Leon squad, um, many of whom scored in that win over Brest. Uh, Lacazette was on the score sheet. Uh, Tete was on the score sheet. Ryan Shirky, who played in his preferred number 10 position rather than out wide, where he normally plays, also scored. So you've got three of the attackers there on the score sheet. They'll look at this game. They'll be playing Claremont thinking, yeah, we can score again because, as Steve has said, Claremont aren't great. So I do fancy Leon not only to win here, but to score two or three goals. And 
the Leon defense is poor. We know they struggle defensively, even when they're at full strength. Um, they had three of their best back four out against Brest. All three of those players are likely to be out here as well. That's Malo Gusto at right back, uh, Talia Fico at left back, and Jerome Boateng at centre back. So there was a real makeshift look to the defence against Brest, which is partly why they conceded two goals. And it's likely to be makeshift here as well. So Claremont are going to have to attack in this game, I think. They're going to find themselves at some point one goal down or two goals down. And they're not great in attack, but they do have a chance of scoring here just because Leon are are under strength and poor. So for me, I think we're looking at a game here which Leon should dominate. They should win, but they're far more likely to do so by relying on their attackers than their defenders. And with the pick on the game over three goals, if there are exactly three goals, you get your stakes back. And if there are four or more goals, then you've got a winning bet. So the only way this will lose is if the game has got two goals or fewer. And I think the chances of that are pretty slim. So I'm fairly confident that we're going to see for the second game running an open and high scoring match here involving Leon. Well, Ryan Cherky was talking about his role under Laurent Blanc and he says he's been giving him a lot of freedom, which has been helping him in the team. And Laurent Blanc certainly seemed a lot happier with the side after the, the win the other day. There are a lot of people to congratulate tonight. We've done a great job during the break and today you can see the results. Let's see if they can Keep that going uh, against Clermont uh, in the next round of fixtures in Liga. Okay, uh, let's go to the defending champions, and it is second versus first in Liga. Lens versus Paris Saint Germain. Lens, of course, surprisingly second. They drew nil nil with Nice uh, the other day. Lots to talk about with regards to PSG, of course. Um, namely, whether Messi is is back or not. I did see on Instagram he was watching PSG play the other day, insisting he was doing his work from home. Uh, with uh, Kylian Mbappe <laughs> scoring that penalty in the sixth minute of added time to beat Strasbourg. Mbappe and Neymar started. And we'll wait and see what, what happens with Messi. Is there any indication yet, James? Probably worth getting upon that and um, and your pick, because this is yes. you're with the pick here. Yeah, well, on Messi, we, we think he won't play here. The date we've been given is for him to be back in France is January the 2nd. So he might be available. I don't think he'll play in the French Cup game, which is the next round of matches in France. So I think the next PSG game is January the 10th or 11th. It makes, it makes sense, doesn't it? I know a lot of the, the, the Argentinian guys are back in the Premier League, but Messi, I mean, they're, they're cruising at the moment. They don't need yeah. to overstretch him, do they? Yeah. I don't think so. And, I, you know, I don't think it will create much ill will in the squad. I think people know... Uh, you know, he's 35 years old, first of all, and um, it certainly hasn't done him any harm up until now at PSG to occasionally have an extra day off here or there. So, no, I think it, it's fine. So it looks like he won't be playing any part here and and neither will Neymar because Neymar got sent off in the game the other night yes. against Strasbourg, which means he's automatically banned here. And that actually feeds into my pick on the game, which is um, under three goals. I've gone for Lance PSG under three goals at minus 134, which is fairly short. But I think the chances of this game having four or more goals is pretty slim. Um, without Neymar and Messi, obviously, you lose a lot of goals from the PSG side. But almost more importantly than that, Rob, you lose assists. Those two guys have, I think, produced 19 assists between them this season. So Ooh. we think Mbappe will play. Um, certainly, Galtier, the manager, said Mbappe wants to play the first two matches back after the World Cup, which was... Strasbourg the other night and this one so we think Mbappe will play but the question is service you know without those two guys where will the service come from it's obviously going to be reduced it's going to be diminished it's going to be 
less impressive. So I don't see PSG being prolific in this game. I'm not even sure they'll create that many chances. And just putting team news to one side for a minute, um, this is a game between the teams with the best defences in League One. They've got the best defensive records by far. Um, they've both conceded only 10 goals each in 16 matches. So you could argue, even if PSG were at full strength, the goal line's in the wrong place here because, you know, the goal line is saying we'll have two and a half, three goals. Well, will we? And obviously, if they were at full strength, there'd be some great attackers on show. But if anything, the defences have been just as good. So, yeah, I think that it's going to be a close game. I think there's little difference in quality, actually, between the sides if you take into account the PSG team news. Um, and I think for once this season, actually, PSG might go into this game thinking, you know, a draw wouldn't be the worst result in the world, actually, because Lance are a great team themselves. As you've said, Rob, they're second in the table. They've got very good team news. They'll be fired up for this. They know it's a good opportunity to to beat PSG, who will be under strength. Um, so, yeah, I think PSG will be slightly wary of what they're facing here. They might be a bit more cautious than usual. Um I don't know if Steve knows more than me on the odds here, Steve. PSG are odds against. They're plus 115. I'm not sure how many times PSG would have been odds against this season. But I just feel that you can look at PSG as a name and think it's going to be an open and high-scoring game. I don't think there's many reasons why this one will be. I think it's more likely to be tight. And as I say, with our pick on the game, my pick on the game is under three goals. You need the game to have four goals to lose your stakes. So I'm very happy to back that. Um, I think the team news from PSG will be generally okay in defence. Uh, they'll be pretty strong in midfield, but the loss of two of their big front three does mean that their goals threat is is diminished. So, yeah, I think a, a relatively low-scoring game is is what we're likely to see here. I'm, uh, I'm really glad you've gone for this pick, actually, James, because uh, I was very close to taking this one as well. I, I nearly had a fourth pick. And it was nearly this exact under three goal bet. But um, you know me, I don't take unders on this show. I'd get yeah. on a curses, do I? So, But I really wanted to take something in this game because in fact, I was really disappointed by the odds because if Lons yes. were going to be a, a price on a plus 0.25 or 0.5 Asian handicap, I would have been all over them like German measles here. Um, I can't. I'm really disappointed that PSG are plus uh, plus two twenty. I think in some places it's the biggest price they've been all season in any match. I even look back to the Champions League and um, even away against Juventus, they were something like minus one, minus one fifty there. So um, the bookmakers aren't stupid. They know the team news. They know it's going to be a tough game, and I think it's going to be a really tight contest. I don't think PSG will win. In fact, I actually think Lons are going to beat them. I think um, Lons are going to win this match. I think 1-0 to Lons or something like that. They drew both fixtures last year, one all, I think, was the head-to-head. So it's not a great matchup for PSG anyway. Lons are just a difficult team to break down defensively. I agree with the pick, and I think um, it's a bit of a shame that the, the value is not really there on Lons. Plus 210 on the nose. It's it's just not that appealing, is it, against PSG, no matter how under strength they are. So I can't really recommend a bet on, on Lons because the value is not there. But um, yeah. for those who casual bettors out there who are thinking, oh, PSG, banker, massive price, fill your boots, think again, because it's going to be a really tough game. And uh, I really do like this underpick of yours. Yeah, I was exactly the same as you, Steve. I, I went to the prices blind, having done my own prices if you like on the match 
and were so disappointed <laughs> when I saw where the line was because I thought if PSG are odds on to win here, it's a great opportunity. We both backed against PSG in the last match against Strasbourg and and, and, and had successful picks on it pretty much for that reason because the market didn't appear to have reacted against Strasbourg in their last game to the to the pretty clear team news about PSG and the fact that they were going to be under strength and players, so many players back from the World Cup. On this game, the market has reacted and yeah, it was... It was a blow to see PSG odds against because I thought there'd be a chance to to back against them here. I think the goal line is still wrong. As I've said, that's my pick. I think the goal line doesn't reflect the likely reality of this match, but certainly on the match market and the match odds on the two sides, the market has adjusted certainly to to take into account the team news on Paris. Uh, I did check as well. Ten assists each for Neymar and Messi this season. James, so uh, basically right. And of course, it's submitting to the two best defences in the league. Yeah. Just 10 goals conceded by both. Lons versus uh, and Paris Saint-Germain. Okay, let's get to our final match. Steve, this is your pick. Marseille, mm-hmm. as always, against Montpellier. <laughs> and it's 12th versus 3rd. Montpellier, the hosts. Marseille coming to this after that thumping win against Toulouse. 6-1. Five different scorers plus an own goal, which is good news for them, even without Matteo Ganduzzi, who's got an ankle issue after the, uh, after the World Cup. What's your pick, Steve? Well, if it isn't broke... Don't fix it, Rob. <laughs> I took the the overs in the Toulouse-Marseille game and I'm sticking with over 2.75 goals here at minus 112. I've got to admit, I was enjoying it watching uh, Marseille. In the last 20 minutes, I was sat there with a big smile on my face, Rob. Um, not just because I've been winning my pick, but obviously because Marseille were doing well. And there was, uh, I love the headline that Flashcore put up on on, the, on their site. Marseille show six appeal to leave Violet's feeling blue. Uh, made me laugh, I must say. But uh, Marseille, they looked good. I mean, it was against a Toulouse side who didn't defend very well. There was some shambolic defending. But I, I actually think they're going to get a lot of chances again here against Montpellier, who actually did keep a clean sheet, a rare clean sheet yeah. against Lorient, which, um, to be honest, was fair play to them. I think the second half they played particularly well to shut Lorient out. But um, there was a period about 30 minutes to 45 I really expected Lorient to score. They put the pressure on. Moffy missed some chances, and um, against Marseille, you're not gonna. They're not going to be so fortunate, I don't think. So I'd be surprised if the Montpellier defence managed to resist Marseille here. I think there's a good chance of an away win, but this is quite a spicy game. It's a South Coast. I wouldn't call it a derby game, but it's a, it's a rivalry game. So the, the fans are going to be packed in here. Strange things can happen in these games. It wouldn't entirely shocked me if Montpellier got a result to be honest Marseille are odds on favourites minus 120 I don't really think I'd want to be back in that but I do like the goals so most of the time Montpellier matches do go over and in fact that 2-0 what the last three Montpellier games have actually all ended under two and a half but there's been exactly two goals in each fixture so they're hovering on the line um, I think both teams can cont- contribute here for sure and it wouldn't surprise me to see something like a two-all draw, you know. Uh, Mont- Montpellier um, definitely look a little bit better under Roman Pitao. Uh, James had that good, great pick on, on the last uh, show. Even though he wasn't fully convinced, they got the job done mm-hmm. very comfortably indeed against uh, Lorient. So they're, they're much better than they were. But that, that confidence can also mean, can bring um, about more positive offensive performances as well because now they've got a win on the board they're feeling a lot better about themselves they might feel they can take advantage of some of Marseille's potential weaknesses at the back and Toulouse did score in that game from the penalty spot 
but they also created quite a few chances. I thought from open play, Marseille were lucky to to not concede from open play uh, against Toulouse. So I, I think there's enough goals at both ends of the field. I'm not entirely convinced by either defence. Over 2.75 goals, again, will do me here, Robert, minus 112. Yeah, I was obviously pleased with the pick I had the other day on on Montpellier to win at, at Lorient. But as Steve said, they were a little bit lucky to keep a clean sheet, actually, in that game. They won 2-0, did Montpellier. But there was, as Steve said, that period in the first half where they were already 2-0 up. It looked as though Lorient were going to get a goal back. They were... <laughs> They rode their luck and they do they do make individual mistakes at the back to Montpellier pretty much every time you see them play. Um, because a bit like Brest, who we talked about earlier in the show, I'm just not sure they're very good individually across their defence. I think against the Marseille side, who've just scored six, they're far more likely to get punished. Um, so I think they'll be competitive, Montpellier. I stick with what I said the other day. I think we're going to see better from them in the second half of the season. But I think those defensive mistakes that they're liable to make, Christopher Julian, the right back position has been a problem all season for for Mon- Montpellier. They don't have a reliable right back in the squad at the moment. They are likely to suffer against a, Mon- a Marseille team who who go into it in good form. And and just on the status of this game, yeah, it is a big deal for Montpellier fans. Montpellier's real rivals, local rivals, if you like, are Nîmes. That is the, the rivalry down there. But they're, they're rarely in the same division. Um, and Marseille are definitely the second biggest rival. So we're used to seeing small crowds at Montpellier. Um, they've got small number of hardcore fans and then lots of empty seats that probably, that won't be the case here. It will be a, a massive deal for them. They'll be pumped up for it. And I think, Montpellier going into this on the back of a good win the other day against Lorient, they'll be really confident. They can certainly give uh, give Marseille a game and they'll, they'll know the crowd's going to be bigger than normal. So this should be a cracking match. Um, Marseille obviously going into it on the back of that massive win. They'll also be up for it. So, yeah, I can see it being very open. I, I didn't don't have a pick on this game, but I think if you're... Is it going to be close and tight and, 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 and defensive or is it going to be open and entertaining? I definitely think it will be the latter because I think that's how... Yeah, that's how the entire game is set up, I think. Okay, so Steve, with a pick with that one for Monday, the 2nd of January. The other three games we talked about were on Sunday, uh, the 1st. That's all we have time for on Betting Weekly Extra Time, the Ligue 1 show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers. Let's have a quick reminder of all the picks uh, from this week. Uh, I'm not going to ask for a pick of the week, but was there a particular price? Uh, that's the league table. Look, it doesn't hurt to show that again. A brief reminder to everyone of how well the guys are doing. But in terms of your picks, was there a price this week that really, of your picks, that stood out and you thought there's there's value to be had there? It sounds funny to say it, Rob, but for mine, it was actually the Lance PSG pick. I say funny because it's a short price. It's minus one, three, four which is odds on. It's quite a short odds on price. But I, I think for under three goals, that did actually stand out to me. Because as I've said in the in the piece, I think the chances of the game having having four or more goals is is very slim. So Steve's better than I am at doing short odds on picks. He, he usually gets them right. I'm never that, that confident. But this one, I was confident that, yeah, I think even at that price, it's well worth taking. I would agree with uh, James, actually. I think of all the six picks... That is statistically the best value because the line is wrong. Of my own bets, I think over 2.75 goal line, Montpellier-Marseille is just too low. The goal line yeah. should be three, I believe. So mm. that, of my personal three, that's the one that stands out as, as the best value. Okay, great work, boys. Um, let's see if we can keep this amazing run 
uh, going. Thank you to everyone for watching. A reminder, if you want more from the guys, follow them on Twitter at Because We Win. Steve, James, and the rest of the experts doing so well on the uh, shows at the moment, putting up their thoughts there. And all the prices are available at the Bet Rivers website. It's goodbye from Steve, James, and myself, and we'll see you for the next round in France. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.